Welcome to Off the Board Sports. We are three professional sports handicappers. In each podcast episode, we will give three to five free sport picks to our listeners. We will also dive into the hottest sports topics around the globe and offer our opinions. Let's get right into our show before our picks are taken off the board. Good morning on this Thursday, January 25th, 2024, and welcome to another edition of Off the Board Sports. That's right, free sports picks to the sports world out there, hitting at 64%, do not cost you a dime. We also dive into the hottest sports topics on the planet, and speaking of hottest sports topics, I don't know if there was more controversial, the NBA hire, or right now going on here in local Southern California. We're going to dive right into it with our professional handicappers here. We're going to dive also into our future picks at the local La Jolla Farmers Insurance Open, but we're going to dive right into national champion Jim Harbaugh is going to join his brother in the NFL coaching ranks, a return since he coached the San Francisco 49ers the last nine years at Michigan, winning the coveted national title. Why don't we start with you? Is this a good or is it a bad hire? For the Chargers. Yeah, well, I'm going to first and say this is a great hire for L.A. Uh, you saw the last six, seven years, what they couldn't find a head coach. They tried Brandon Staley. He certainly wasn't the answer. Now they go with the college football national championship, Michigan Wolverines head coach, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I love the hire. Uh, I think it's going to be really, really turning around that NFL team. He's won everything he has in college. But now it's going to go to the big time. He had success when he was in the NFL with the 49ers. I think he's going to continue that uh, success in L.A. Um, Marco, what are your thoughts? I mean, there's really nothing more to say. This guy has a proven track record both in NFL and college, and now he's going to go with the pieces they have in L.A. with Justin Herbert. Hopefully they add some more. But what are your thoughts? I mean, I think it's a great hire. Yeah, it's an absolutely a great hire for the Chargers. We always knew that Harbaugh would return to the NFL at some point. There's always the rumors after every season if he's going to be going back to the NFL, and I think this is a perfect fit for the Chargers. You know, they got a lot of young talent at their wide receiver position. Yeah. You got some guys on the defensive side, and Harbaugh, like I said, we he always wanted to win a championship at his alma mater at Michigan. He got that done, and you mentioned the success he had with San Francisco, 49-22. and 22. There's no denying that he can coach in the NFL in college, so yeah. I think this is a perfect fit for the Chargers, and they've been, you know, Round 500, missing the playoffs with all that talent. Justin Herbert wasting uh, some of his years away in his talent. But I think uh, Arbo is an excellent quarterback coach. He's a guy that's going to run that offense right for them. And I think uh, I think that he's going to do a great job for them. So, Juan, this is definitely plus for uh, Justin Herbert. He yeah, has the- some tools to work with. He has the most statistic-wise accurate quarterback in the NFL and Justin Herbert, the Oregon product. You think uh, Jim Harbaugh would definitely improve this guy's chances? Oh, absolutely! In terms of uh, being a six, even a more successful quarterback, really in the postseason because he's got that vaunted AOC to go through. Yeah, absolutely. They certainly will have a, a big time boost. You know, uh, Coach Harbaugh will coach him up and uh, does what he does with his players. Uh, Brandon Stanley, he wasn't the guy to do that with Justin Herbert. He really didn't improve him year in year out. Herbert pretty much ran the team at his own uh, at times on the offense. But, yeah, Harbaugh will get the Los Angeles Chargers right back in the playoff contention next year. Guarantee it. This is just a great hire. A lot of people thought Falichek. A lot of people thought possibly some other head coaches around the league. And they go with uh, the guy who just won the national championship, like we said. Um, He's going to be a big-time improve for L.A. Let's get on to our next head coaching in the NBA, though. Next coach in change in the NBA. Milwaukee Bucks tied for the second-best record in the league. 
surprisingly fire first-year head coach and go to the veteran Doc Rivers. Yes, the man who coached many teams, Sixers, Clippers, and of course he won the title in 2008 with the Boston Celtics, the team that kind of started this three-headed monster with the big three and all that. He took that team to the NBA title. Now he takes Bucks. He's got Lillard. He's got, of course, the Greek freak. He's got tools. Is it enough for the coaching change, Juan, to get him over the hump? Yeah, absolutely not. I hate this hire in the midseason. You know, the Milwaukee Bucks players were really uh, flabbergasted with this hire of uh, A.J. Griffin. Um, I don't know why they fired him. The Milwaukee Bucks had the second-best record in the East, as well as they've been playing good basketball. Some reports were that they weren't playing enough defense. That's why they got Doc Rivers, the mindset of what he does on the defensive end. But I don't know why they did this midseason. You know, Doc Rivers last six years on Philadelphia has not done nothing with their players and uh, Joe Embiid. Now he goes to this Milwaukee team. I'm not sure if this team's going to gel and uh, possibly play better, but I don't know. I don't understand. They signed the head coach in the offseason. They fire him midseason when he was having success with this Milwaukee Bucks team. It made no sense to me, in my opinion. But uh, Marco, let's, let's get speak your to thoughts. Marco, because since he has him on a future wager as we speak right now, he's got to win the Eastern Conference and I believe also the NBA title, right, Marco, in your future plays? Yeah, I got him for the East, yeah, for the East uh, yes. not for the title, though. But, yeah, the Bucks. Juan, I totally agree. You know, Adrian Griffin, midseason didn't make a lot of sense. Yes, their defense has been poor. They've been in the bottom of the league. Yeah. Offensively, though, second-best team offensively behind the Indiana Pacers. So, again, it is a little bit... Uh, it makes you think, why the change? Why bring in Doc Rivers, a guy that has struggled in the playoffs? He has over a, a decade of coaching experience, but he has yet to win anything since that Boston championship in 08. So it's going to come down to the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks again, though. It's been a two-team race for the last five or six years. Yep. Uh, I think it's just a decision to say uh, who's the better uh, fit going forward for the organization, and they, they thought Doc Rivers was. So we'll see if it pays off in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think it would have made a difference. I think it's ultimately just going to come down who, who who's going to beat Boston. Yeah. yeah, certainly Boston looks like the clear favorite right now. You still got Philly, Cleveland playing some good basketball as well, but uh, those are the front, uh, two runners in the East right now. Yep. Okay, first three pick. I'm going to go in the NHL. Centerized today in Canada, Ottawa, Boston. Back to back goes up into Ottawa. I think I like him here. Small favorite here. I take the minus one thirty. Of course, Bruins playing against, uh, again, excellent regular season hockey, of course. And this is the regular season. I like the Bruins to beat the young and talented Ottawa Senators in this matchup. Minus 130. Take it right now before it goes off the board. Who's got their next pick out here? Let's see. Uh, let's go with Juan. Let's yeah, go. I'm going to the NBA. The team we just talked about, the Boston Celtics going down yeah. to Miami. I'm going plus seven and a half for Miami. You know, these two teams, the histories they had over the years in the playoffs. This game's going to be physical. It's going to be a battle. Uh, the spread's too high for me in this game. You know, Boston's been dominant on the road. Miami plays really well at home. I think they keep this within the 7.5. Uh, goes down to the fourth quarter, but I think the spread is too high. Miami really gets up for this uh, rivalry. So does Boston. Give me plus 7.5. There you go. Take the heat at plus 7.5. Also, shop around. Might get, <clears throat> might get that extra half hook. Marco. Yeah, I'm going uh, also the association here. I'm going the Lakers here, minus four against the Bulls. This team is struggling, 22-23. and 23. There's been some rumblings of adding some guys, going after Donovan Mitchell in the trade deadline, things also like that. Also, Maria Valena. Yes, Maria Valena as well. So, uh, the Bulls uh, still under 500 here. I like the Lakers, much better team at home here. 
Uh, a couple of injuries that they've been dealing with. You know, no Davis game time decision. LeBron James uh, game time decision. But I think the Lakers here at home. I'm going to go ahead and take them minus four. You're going to take the Lakers minus four. Yes, the usual game time decisions with the Lakers always the big two are always game time decisions. So yes, he definitely likes the Lakers. Speaking of another future we have going on in the world of PGA golf, and speaking of changes, yeah, there's been a lot of changes with the live golf. No. Of course, no Rory's up in the Dubai area, Abu Dhabi, Bayron. Uh, there's no Rom in this tournament, but still a very talented field. And, of course, a plethora of local talent. I'm going to sit there right there to my top pick. Xander Shoffley's first round, minus three on the south course. Boy, you get a shoot minus three on that first uh, round on the south course. You're picking up strokes. Mean Hu Lee, my other one, even on the south course. Okay, okay, can't go against that as well. Nice little round. And Adrian Morant decided not make the plane and withdrew, did not make it over. So he withdrew, so I, that's my pick, third pick. My long shot, who finished second last week in Dubai to Rory, is not in the tournament. But speaking of, my guys today get a shot at the North Course. As, as everyone knows, Patrick Kelly was on the North Course. PJ's slowest player in the world. Has a minus seven lead right now. Uh, your guys' picks, I know Day Plus 2, and I want, uh, let's shit on you, one of your picks right yeah, here. Yeah, I just want to share something. I don't yeah. know if you guys uh, noticed, this or noticed this or not, but the top 10 players on the leaderboard after Day 1 are all played the North Court yesterday yeah. and shot very well. The easier of the two, of course. But um, I, I think it's going to be changing as the players will go back to the South today. But, yeah, you talked about your guys. I'm going to get into my guys real quick. Uh, long shot, Seb Straka, plus 1. Uh, shot yesterday on the north. He's going to be uh, on the south today. I got the Sweden, uh, Louis Aberg uh, at uh, 20 to 1, and as well as uh, Max Homa, the California native, uh, 12 to 1. He was minus 2 yesterday. He got it going late on the back nine, got a couple birdies, and got to minus 2 on the north. He will be playing the south. So it's going to be interesting how they handle those conditions. And of course, it's one of the toughest on tour, uh, that course. But um, I think it's going to be changing as day in, day out. But um, a lot of these guys yesterday on the leaderboard right now played the north course. Uh, so if you look at the, how they shaped up, um, the scores are going to be yeah, going that, down. That's why I like uh, Xander going to come out and uh, be on the top of the leaderboard today. Well, we'll Mark see. Up. Yeah, I got uh, Morikawa here. He's minus five. Played well yesterday. I got also Jason Day, a guy that's won here before, and he's played well at this course over the past years. Um, he's at plus two right now. He struggled yesterday. We'll see if he can be able to turn around the next couple of days, get back in contention. I also got M, who finished uh, third here last year. He was in contention. He's plus one right now, but uh, we need these guys to be in the minus instead of the positive. But yeah. uh, I'm confident in Morikawa. He played well in Century Open a couple of weeks back, and he struggled last year, as we all know, but uh, he's off to a good start here. But uh, got a lot of guys up there. You know, Patrick Canley, got some guys, Xander, Max Homa minus two, a guy that's won here and has always plays well in California. We're getting championship a year ago. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, Canley looked good. Uh, we'll see. Uh, got some other guys there as well. Sure. Let's look at our last two, uh, top, well, same topic, but two different games. We're going to play a little game of agree or disagree on the lines coming up in AFC and NFC Championship game right now. 49ers sitting at 7. Is this line too low? Do you agree with the line or do you not agree with the line? Debo Samuel, still a little iffy. I, I was not impressed with Purdy. I think uh, Lions every bit as good as defense as the uh, 49ers. I mean, the Packers, in my opinion, if not better. Uh, so I... I kind of like, I mean, you think this line's a little too high, Marco, or is it sitting right perfect for you at seven right now for the home team? 
I think it may be a little bit high if it gets over that seven as it is right now. If it's under seven, I, I would like it there, but uh, I think it's a little high. The Lions is a team that has uh, played well all year long. They can score points. they got weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, San Francisco, we saw last week struggle a little bit. We'll see if they can get that defense going uh, this week and Brock Purdy be a lot sharper early on in the game. Uh, but I think it's a little high if it's over seven, so uh, I disagree with the line there. What do you about? What do you agree with the line one, or do you not agree with the line? Well, I disagree with the line. I think it's too high for the magnitude of this game. But I think it's a couple factors why it's this high. It's because the Lions' defense, pass defense, is really poor. You saw last week against Tampa Bay, let up 360 yards, as well as the last eight weeks has let over 300 yards to the passing QB. Um, their secondary is weak. It's vulnerable. It has been all year. And, you know, Brock Purdy takes advantage of those mismatches when he finds them. And then the 49ers defense, I think they're going to be playing better. I think that's what they're factoring in as, as well. Uh, I think they clean up the mistakes they made a week ago. And I think the, that's why the line is at minus 7. They expect Brock Purdy to play better. But um, something about this game is just fishy about it. I think the Lions keep it close within the 7. But um, I, I just don't see how they can stop the 49ers offense. They're going to have to go toe-to-toe. And then you talk about the 49ers defense. If they get some turnovers, this game could get out of hand quickly, though. There you go. And the AOC, the super mega matchup that everyone's been waiting for. We're not we're gonna dive into it a heck of a lot deeper coming in on Sunday. But as far as right now the line open up at three, it's three and a half now. I guess a lot of sharp money is on the Chiefs as well. The public going right now for the Ravens and this juggernaut of a defense in Baltimore. And the matchup of Lamar versus Patrick Mahomes. I know Lamar said yesterday he does not like competing against Patrick. I don't know. Is there a little head case going on in there right now? Is like, he in his head? I, I don't know if I want my quarterback like, why would talking Lamar, about these kind of things right now. Why would Lamar Jackson say, that's what he said. Why would he say he doesn't like competing one Look of the up. best quarterbacks in the NFL? I know what he said. I don't agree with what he said. If you want to beat the best, you got to take out the best. Yeah, that's, what he, that's what he should be saying right now. And not being saying I don't like competing against yeah. him. I don't know what that mindset is. But, yeah, talk about this game. Well, I think the line is very... Very, very, uh, just another fishy line for me. You know, Kansas City, uh, they face every adversity over the last six years, six straight AFC championship game. Uh, they've been there, they're de- they've been there, they've done it. And you talked about Baltimore, hasn't got there since a couple years ago. But I think Kansas City's uh, very dangerous in this game. Their defense, you saw what they did in that second half of the adjustments they made with Steve Spagnola. Uh, I think they make adjustments again in this second half. I think it's going to come down to coaching. I, I don't know. I, I hate to say it, but this game is warring me coming Sunday. I will get more into it, but that's just my uh, quick uh, thoughts right this now. game win the Super Bowl? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I think San Francisco's going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're the most complete team. But uh, regarding this line, I got it right on the spot. It opened up at 3 uh, after the game on Sunday. Um, but I like the Ravens here. You know, Juan mentioned some good uh, points about the Chiefs, about – Everything about them, especially their defense in the second half. I think since best, week 10, Marco, quick, quick they're week. averaging like four points in the second half. Yeah, best uh, second half uh, defense in the NFL since uh, week huh? eight, actually. Yeah, week eight, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I think the, the Chiefs, they have anything going for them. The Ravens, we know their defense with Smith, Patrick Queen, Rokon Smith, Kyle Hamilton. That's going to be a, a big assignment there. But, uh, again, Lamar, there's been some criticism about him in the playoffs. He only has two playoff wins. He's lost three or four of Mahomes. Maybe that's why he doesn't like competing against him. But, yeah, you're at home here. This is a perfect opportunity for this Ravens team to, to knock off the Chiefs. Yeah, it seems like he's Their worried. sixth consecutive AFC championship, going to another Super Bowl. Uh, I think the Ravens are going to come out with an attitude like they did against that 49ers uh, team a couple of weeks back. And I think uh, the Ravens will take care of business at home. There you yeah. go. 
we thank all of our listeners out there today for listening to this episode of Off the Board Sports. Again, your three free picks, the Heat, the Lakers, and the Bruins in the National Hockey League. Thank you for listening today, and good luck, and take those picks before they do go Thank you for listening to Off the Board Sports. For any inquiries regarding our paid services, please email us at offtheboardsports at gmail.com. We invite you to follow us on Twitter at OtheBoardSports and Instagram at OffTheBoardSports. Thank you and best of luck.